You know, as that saying goes, extraordinary accomplishments come from doing ordinary things for extraordinary amounts of time. That's the way I like to think about it. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Welcome everyone to episode 7 of the podcast. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple time representative at the Commonwealth Games in the sport of weightlifting. Now, for myself, it feels like these first seven episodes have gone by pretty quick, and upon reflection, the podcast seems to be going quite smooth at the moment, at least compared to what I thought it was going to be like. Now, this doesn't mean I've had my fair share of hiccups already along the way, and there's definitely more that I'm trying to develop and grow my skill set on when it comes to developing a podcast, but for the most part, it seems to be going quite smoothly so far. And I've definitely got plans to branch out and eventually have guests on have more video form content available, etc. But I'm also still finding what seems to be the more natural route to go down in terms of the kind of content that I'm making for the podcast. And it seems, at least when it's just myself recording, that I'm going down the route of providing succinct pieces of content, as I don't necessarily like the idea of myself delivering an hour-long piece of myself just rambling on and not really getting to the point or articulating what I'm trying to say if it's something that I can explain in half the time anyway. So I'm sure once I get to the point where I'm having guests on that it's going to be more of a longer form podcast as that's more the natural route you go down when you have a guest on. But when it comes to just recording myself that seems to be the path of least resistance for myself. And as for guests and what my thoughts are of having them on I can obviously reach out to many people and potentially have them on, but there's a few things that I want to have down pat first before I get to that point. So firstly, I want to make sure that I'm happy with how I'm recording myself in these podcasts. I don't want to exactly feel too green and new to podcasting in that sense and take away from the potential value that a guest coming on the podcast could give you guys just purely due to the inexperience on my part. So the exercise of recording podcasts solo is seeming to be a good exercise for myself to potentially lead into having guests on down the track. And secondly, when it comes to having guests on, I want to have them on for a reason. I don't want to have a guest on where we just talk shit for an hour and no one really gets anything out of it. I want to have formulated a way that I can go about interviewing in order for everyone to get some value out of it, myself, the guest, and everyone listening. Whether that's education, inspiration, or even interesting insights into the lives of those that I have on the podcast. So that'll be in the works eventually, as I've definitely got some big goals that I want to reach doing this podcast, which ties into this week's topic, which is going to be all about setting goals, milestones in the context of weightlifting. Now, there's many ways you can go about setting goals in weightlifting. And personally, I have shifted from setting result-orientated goals to now focusing on more process-orientated goals. Perhaps it's a way for me to detach myself from focusing on the wrong thing, but I have an example. Now, going back to the end of 2016, 
all the way up until the end of 2017, I had one goal in mind, which was to qualify for the 2018 Gold Coast Commonwealth Games, in which the end of 2017, the start of December, marked the end of the qualification period. And I obviously ended up achieving that goal. But once I had, I didn't really give myself a moment to even congratulate myself or even really feel satisfied or grateful for achieving the goal. What I did was I quickly shifted the goal from that to now winning the Commonwealth Games. And what eventually happened was I went two out of six on the day, I come seventh, and it really took a toll on me mentally because of that. After the competition, I really took time to reflect on why I was even pushing so hard to even achieve this goal at all. Because those who mattered to me most, being my close friends and family, didn't even care what I placed on the day. And to be honest, they didn't even know how weightlifting even worked. All they saw was me on the stage in green and gold and thought that that was the best thing ever. Now, I digress a little there, but upon that reflection, I realized I placed value in something that didn't truly give me value personally. So from that point onwards, I shifted from focusing on the result and moved towards focusing on the process. So leading into the Tokyo Olympic qualification period, I made the goal of ensuring that I trained like I thought an Olympian would in my personal circumstance. This meant putting more focus into the day-to-day processes of training, and if I did or didn't qualify for the Olympic Games, I was still going to be proud of my efforts because I achieved my goal of doing everything that I could have in the lead-up. And it also allowed me to treat the end result of making the Olympics as a bonus where it was just a side effect of the goal that I had focused on. So in terms of feeling gratitude towards achieving the end result, it was night and day compared to the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Now, aside from focusing on the process and not chasing the rainbow in terms of that end result, I of course have milestones that are more quantifiable along the way in terms of what I consider is a PB and what I don't consider as something that I would even track as towards being a personal best to aim for. Now, these numbers are something that I really reach for in my training when I'm going heavy and I'm feeling good and I'm obviously in good form. When it comes to tracking my PBs, I'll give you an example of what I consider a personal best. So for strength numbers, I would include my squats, push press, and pulls to a degree. I keep track of my 7s, 5s, 3s, 2s, and 1s, as that's generally the rep scheme that I follow. And when I say pulls to a degree, It depends on what my snatch and clean and jerk is at the time. I don't necessarily like to overreach on my pull as I would in, say, a deadlift. As, for example, a snatch pull double at 140% is going to come at the detriment to developing power in extension. So in that sense, in terms of my technical ability, it's doing more harm than good. Now with my technicals, I track threes, twos, and ones. Threes, not so much, as I don't do a lot of heavy triples. But nonetheless, these are numbers that I'm very motivated to beat in my training. Now, what I consider a technical includes snatch, clean and jerk, the power variations of the two, block variations of the two, clean and jerks as separate movements, and that's pretty much it. So I try to keep it as close as I can to the classical lifts themselves in terms of what I count as a PB and what isn't a PB. The classic lifts meaning snatch and clean and jerk. And alongside with aiming for PBs, I make sure that I stay strict on what I would even consider a PB. An example is, if I was attempting a new front squat 1RM, I for one wouldn't have any spotters to assist in essentially handing me a new 1RM, 
and I wouldn't cut the depth of my squat in order to cheat my way to a new 1RM. Those both would set a dangerous precedent for myself where cutting corners would begin to creep more and more into my training until I get crushed by a cleaning competition, which I've previously half squatted with three spotters for a set of seven earlier in the training cycle, and it just makes no sense. Now with that, there's another thing that I'm strict on, and that is, going back to what I said just before, is not getting too broad in what I class a lift that should be even something I'm striving towards as a PB or not. Now, I swear I'm not lying when I say this, but I once saw someone years ago ecstatic about beating their 2RM 2-second pause front squat without a belt PB. As it's nice that they were happy about it, and, and it very well may tie into what they were trying to get out of weightlifting. But for me personally, the last thing that I want in my weightlifting journey is to search for bullshit wins in order to avoid the grind that weightlifting is. Now, I know some people like to find those small wins every single time they step in the gym. But for me personally, in my journey through the sport, I would rather endure and feel the lower lows in order to have that delayed gratification and then satisfaction in overcoming and feeling the true higher highs. So when I'm not progressing for months or years, I don't want to search for some little obscure PB to give myself a false sense of reality of how I'm tracking at the time. I would rather work in the trenches and be realistic in the way that I'm assessing how I'm tracking and finding what needs work and how I can eventually overcome and surpass those numbers that I hit all that time ago. Now, although that may feel like it'll take an eternity, you know, as that saying goes, extraordinary accomplishments come from doing ordinary things for extraordinary amounts of time. That's the way I like to think about it. And an example of this in practice outside of, say, weightlifting is like me with this podcast. My big process-orientated goal in doing this podcast is to do an episode every single week for the next five years. So trying to do an ordinary task for an extraordinary amount of time. And on that note, I will leave it there for another episode. So thank you everyone that tunes in to listen to this podcast. As I always say, my Instagram DMs are always open. If you have any suggestions for any future episodes that you'd like me to talk on, or even if there's just anything in particular that you're trying to get out of this podcast, or if you have any specific guests you'd like me to have on, my DMs are open. So I will talk to you all next week.